What's up with all the new faces? These days everybody wanna be famous. Don't wanna study, wanna make it on the A-list. What's up, y'all? It's the one and only. You can't clone me, your girl, Queen Baby. Oh, that was a new love pause at the end. Oh, you heard it. Oh, you heard it. Who do I think I am? I don't know what you got going on today, but... Uh... <laughs> Sean. Damn, so I don't do my intro? That's what we doing? We don't, we don't do me like that no more? Oh, baby, I was, that was just, I was saying Sean, just to give you an extra boost. That's all, boo. Oh, all right. That was your extra boost. Then you were supposed to come in with it like, boom. Oh, uh, so y'all done messed up already. So go ahead. You already know, you know, it's your boy, Sean <laughs> Dizzle, you know, Sean the Don, you know, here, here, live in effect, got my, uh, my podcast juice going. Not the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it. This is the A-list juice. I got my A-list juicer on deck. Oh, you showing out the day. You showing out the day. <laughs> I'm honestly, I, I'm feeling good today, though, because it's like I've I've had like a pretty, uh, it's been like a rough little week or so for me. I just been like, you have just had them days where you just be like not like in the mood. I had like a day like that for like a week straight, though. Wow. That's crazy. Why I seem like you always going through something? I think it's because. Because what? I think it's like, I really be doing good. Like, I be doing good, and then it's just like everything hit me all at once. And I just be like, when I get down, like, I get down. But then it's like, I, you know, I listen to a podcast or listen to like some gospel music, and I be back up in spirits. But like, I fluctuate really, like, every other day I'm in a different mood. But this past week, like, I. I'm not super emotional and I don't even really like talk like a lot about my emotions, but like this past week, like I got to a point where I was just like, really just, I was at work. I was literally at work so much going on. And I just literally like had like a mini, like internal meltdown at work because I was just so, so much stuff going on, like so much stress. I was like, I was tired. So what can you like take, give, get, give a day to yourself where you just take a break and just, just breathe. I don't have time for that. The cost of living in New York is so expensive. I can't miss no days off work. Grad school can't miss no days out of school. You feel me? So it's like, I, I think it's the balance of trying to like find that middle time for me in between both of those that like really stresses me the hell out. And I have no time on weekends to, uh, because because my like work schedule is so crazy, I do a lot of my like major reporting and stuff for like a lot of my uh short docs that I'm doing right now on the weekends. So it's like I literally go seven days straight, no really like break or time in between for myself. So it's just like I was talking to uh my dukes and my mom's and she was just like at the end of the day, sometimes you like find something to do for yourself. Like my mama hate when I spend money because when I do spend money, I go in. But she was just like, take yourself out to dinner or something. Like, go go buy yourself something. Like, you have to show yourself some type of joy for, like, all of the work that you put in. Like, you really have to do something. Something for self. And um, that's what I've, I, like, I usually don't go out by myself and stuff like that. But I'm feeling, like, I'm feeling a lot better today. Um, I had, like, a crazy, I was shooting all day today for my new short doc that I'm working on. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to just take myself to Red Lobster after. So I took myself to Red Lobster. Um, 
which I think is so weird. I always look at people that sit at like restaurants and stuff I alone. Like I think they're crazy. But uh You know, I stopped it's so crazy. I stopped thinking it a long time ago because I actually went to the movies by myself and it was a while back. Actually, this was around the time where I think you was getting ready to leave or you was gone. Or I don't think you wanted to come to the movies. It was either or because it was a scary movie I went to. It was, it was the third one because, you know, I would have came. It was a scary movie, though. It don't matter. I wouldn't have let you go by yourself. Well, it was a scary movie and nobody wanted to come. Yeah, I don't think you was in town. You had to be gone. And I went to the movies by myself and it was like the most... Granted, it was a scary movie, so I was kind of terrified, but I love scary <laughs> movies, which is crazy and so weird, but it was so peaceful. I was just there sitting, like, you know, but it's like sometimes I be, I was thinking, like, damn, I need a man. Like, this is, like, so <laughs> weird. I'm, I'm pretty sure people was looking like, who is this weird girl by herself in a scary movie? Like, that just looks and seems and sound weird. But I was just in a peaceful state. Like, everything was just good. Um, you know me, I'm friendly. So if I'm jumping, like the people next to me jump, I'm like, oh my god, like we all like, <laughs> talking about this scary moment. Like it was just good. Like, I, and I, I get why people sit or just be alone or just do something by themselves. Like because it's so peaceful, you in a whole another mind space, and it just it's like you're a little bit more free. Like you don't have to worry about talking to nobody, entertaining somebody. It's just you. And that's literally how I felt today. Like I was like almost liberated in a sense like I treated myself I had a nice uh nice drink I really had like some good food enjoyed and I just um unwinded like I really just took a step back to kind of like relax and not like you said not to worry about talking to nobody or speaking like I literally sat there with my music my airpods in at Red Lobster and I just had a good old time me myself and I so I'm feeling good on on this Sunday, I'm recharged to go back into this new month that we about to go in. It's like January, February. It's April. You know, I'm a second quarter of the year. Like, I'm feeling recharged. April, Sean. You know what's also April? Come on. Speak on it. What is it? Our anniversary of the Alias Podcast. We're about we, to be a year in. A year and like this is crazy uh a whole year like who would have known we would have made it through all the trials and tribulations and the struggles we went through the inconsistency like who would have known we would have made a year literally like who would have thought that us being separated would have like would have would have honestly i think it worked for the best like we produced some of like our best podcast episodes being in two completely different states I think that's just, I think this is just our way of staying in touch because we're <laughs> so close anymore. So we just need that. Like, what is it? Like, we have to stay in touch. Like, we are, we, you are the yang to my yin or yin to my yang or whatever it is. <laughs> we can't go too long without talking. So this is it for this us. Is, this is our catch up moments too, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But for me, my week has been pretty good. Um, I've been like, I've been like for the past, like the last three weeks, I ain't gonna lie. I've been stressed out at work. Cause I've just been doing so much, putting in so much time because I just want the outcome to be 
great like I, it's an outcome that I want that I'm reaching which was why I was going so hard and I was really stressing myself out and just just you know just just going hard basically and but the, this week honestly it was a good week I was it was really um it was like I was busy like I'm working like 48 hours back-to-back shifts type deals and I honestly like even though I was working that type of shift I was actually like relieved like everything was kind of chilled this week um good things just happening good um networking opportunities and 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 all type of stuff is just coming so um yeah that's that's I did a podcast you know I had to throw in the A-list podcast when I did that other bo- podcast called Black Nuance with Georgette she's a radio personality for the Ricky Smiley Morning Show and she has her own podcast so I had stopped by to be like a co-host for her you know I joined had to hit her hey tell her followers the A-list pod is over here too boo come over here <laughs> we're here so yeah we're here <laughs> so that's pretty good so yeah that's 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 my little hoorah so speaking of catching up my uh my entertainment uh guru my little mogul tell me mo what's going on in uh entertainment right now like tell tell me speak on it well sean you know naacp just happened okay and you know when naacp it's so crazy because usually when naacp come around one is not um talked about as much and, and if it is talked about it's more about people talking about why nobody is going to the naacp so i guess mm-hmm. the word done got around and baby the black hollywood came out this year you had the Easter rays you had the you had um marvel you had beyonce and jay-z baby you had um i don't think ryan was there yeah, he was Ryan Coogler. Yeah, I didn't see Ryan, but I did see Chadwick and uh Chadwick was there, like the whole Black Panther crew was there. Like they came out, okay? And I'm here for I don't know if they came out because they knew they was getting awards or what, but it don't matter. They was there finally. The NAACP awards is is getting big name support. Cause granted, people was going, but these big names wasn't going. People was trying to figure out why, but they they, they was there. But anyways, Sean, tis tis tis. Of all these people being here, so Beyonce and Jay Z, you know they were the talk of the town and the hype of the century at the NAACP Awards, and you know everybody had to go up there get their pictures, have their conversations, talk with them. You know, the, you know the usual. Mm-hmm. So Amari Hardwick, ghost, ghost. Ghost, yeah, people may know him as Ghost, but we're gonna Amari because this is that's who he is. Amari, we actually met him in person. I did, I did. He's like, I'm gonna keep we did. We was both there. (laughs) I actually, wait, when at the film festival. (gasps) Yo, I forgot all about that. My memory's so bad because you know, I met him again. Oh, because you just, you went to movies in the shakers. I totally forgot that I met him. I, that was my first time meeting him. I met him twice, actually. Wow, you just made me remember we did meet him at the fan festival. He was pretty corny cool. Like, he was, yeah, he's so corny to me. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> his brother, his brother, L-I-E-O. But anyway, so Amari had the nerves to kiss Beyonce on her cheek but not only did he kiss her he kissed her twice how dare you kiss the queen no let me tell you it's okay it was okay that he kissed him kiss her on the cheek 
once. But for you to sit there and go in again, how dare you? <laughs> you put some nasty lips on your white wife. The second time was just too... Queen. The second time overdid it. Yeah, he overdid it. He did. He knew he overdid it. And he was too close to her lips. No. I think... What you think? Look, looking at it, watching the video, I definitely think, like, as a love, like, power of respect, especially when you, like, you, you, you go, the first kiss was like, you know, you just a little peck and then keep it moving and then you hugged and then he just went back in just to say, all right, now bye. But, um, no. It granted, I don't think he meant purposely like everybody was saying, like, he was trying to get up on, uh, Beyonce lips. But what I will say is she did, looking at the video, she did look like flustered after that. Like, she, you, he overdid it. He, you, come on for real. He overdid it. I don't think on purpose, though. I don't think that was his intention to, like, get that close to her. It wasn't, he didn't intentionally, intentionally do it, but he did. Um, what? Oh, my mama, my mama is in my face. All in our conversation, she, he talking about something. She said he was starstruck by royalty. <laughs> but you also don't touch royalty. God damn That's what I'm saying. Like, even with her husband being there, granted, he did speak to Jay-Z first, which was like a whole respect thing. Um, I just think the hug would have been enough. Like I don't think the second kiss was needed as a whole, exactly. and it, it could have all been avoided. But um, and look how close he was to his li- her lips. That was too close. I don't, but I don't think that was on purpose. Like I don't think he was trying to sneak I a get it. Sneak. But if he would have never done it, it would have never happened. I feel like what people aren't talking about as much is how Chloe and Haley was looking like fans like Beyonce wasn't even acknowledging them in that video because like I was saying the same thing I was like well is she even talking to them like they was literally there like oh my god like it's Beyonce like they don't see her every day so I'm trying to figure I just seen like them they look like you know how you know people and they just be around you it looked like that like they was just clenching onto her but not so much oh it's Beyonce type thing they look like fans to me I, I wouldn't say that they look like whole fans to me. Like, I was like, well, damn, Beyonce, are you not going to... Acknowledge them? And eventually, like, you could see it looked awkward for them, too. They kind of, like, waved and then just, like, walked away. <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, they you know they probably around her all the time, so it, it's not, like, you know that big of a deal. It, it, I don't think it was that much of a big deal for them to be, like, all up in her face type thing, you know? Yeah, so... I guess also, like, in other NAACP news, I do have to shout wait, out... Wait, 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 Right? <laughs> so before we, we leave this subject, you know we got to talk a little... I got to say some of the things that the Beehive... Oh, well, damn. What were they saying underneath these comments? They're crazy. <laughs> they are crazy, Sean. Somebody was like, come to the elevator. I just want to pull a salon. <laughs> Somebody said, who do you think you are kissing Beyonce twice? Twice, twice, my nigga. <laughs> no, this one, this one took me out. Some tread lightly, breathe lightly, and sleep lightly. I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> y'all got uh, y'all got ghosts fucked that up. Took me out, Sean. But yeah, y'all got ghosts messed up. So wait, this was a big topic after all that happened. Beyonce have or the Barb's? Uh, who's worse? I honestly think, dang, those two crazy fan bases. I honestly don't know who. I think Beyonce has craziest, crazier, psychopathic 
fans that just they're just gonna go hard regardless it don't matter because she's queen i think Nicki minaj Nicki minaj have childish punkish gayish not not nothing wrong with the gays because i love my punks please believe me that's all i hang around i love my punks but i'm just saying her fans are punks her, they're they're very much ch- like older women that consider themselves barbie dolls that just don't know how to act. And I think that's what makes Nicki Minaj fans worse than Beyonce fans, but Beyonce fans are definitely crazier. Definitely. You think so? Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They don't play. And even if you're not a, a, a part of the Beehive, some stuff that happens to Beyonce or goes around Beyonce, you automatically get offended. Like, and you're not even a Beehive for real. Oh, no. no. But I feel like people have a reason to quote unquote, like, stand Beyonce. Like, that's, that's like, that's that's a goat. Like, yeah. literally, like you, Beyonce don't do nothing to nobody. She so if you got beef with, if you got beef with Beyonce, like you literally, like something's wrong with you. Exactly. But, but I was gonna say, like, and also in um, NAACP news, shout out to Marseille Martin. She won two NAACP awards, and as we're like closing out Women's History Month. She's the youngest executive producer in Hollywood right now. Um, I just think it's crazy to, for her to be so young and for her to be moving in a way. Like I just, that just shows me like how powerful purpose is because you can literally create your own lane. And all she did was present her idea that she had. Yep. And she's gotten all of this. And support behind her because her going there as a young black girl, nobody w- ain't want to support her. But thank God for the black powerful people that's in the space to support and help her. Exactly. Like shout out to Will Packer and um everybody just is like working with her and like moving and trying to like help her bring her idea like to fruition. Right, because she's doing a thing. She even and she's even like trying to help other people do the same thing, which I love because I seen the thing that you tagged me in. Like that's amazing. She's I love her and she's just so mature at her age. Definitely. But then again, but, look who she around. Freaking Tracy Ellie Ellie what um Ellis, Ellis. Ross and. Freaking um Zen um Yala. You about to say Zendaya? Yeah, I was about to say Zendaya. I think her they look cool. they look the same. <laughs> they do. <laughs> but yeah, Yara, who's just as like much like her attitude is mature too, and um Anthony and like all them that's around her are just like. Ugh, them, they're there, they're them. So I see why she's the person. Granted, of course, the people, her parents and stuff as well. But that's amazing, dog. That's that's a, that's really amazing. So what also happened in the uh, at the NAACP awards? Well, I guess we should talk about this first. How do you feel about uh, Jussie getting off, like clean off? Like when I say clean off, no. Well, what most people don't realize is that even though he did get dropped of all those uh, indictments that he had and stuff like that, he still has potential to get uh, like one. They want 180k from him, I believe, to sort of like pay for like the Chicago PD. I mean bro or whatever their investigation into him but then he also has like other charges that he has to face as well too that weren't brought up by the chicago um and i also heard that before his charges got dropped he had did community service and he turned in his community service that he did like 16 hours of community service he did come in and he did it and that's what helped him get his charges dropped that don't mean he was and just because his charges are dropped does not mean he was wrong for what he did people he it wasn't wrong, yeah. Wrong. Which is 
Um, yeah. but I will say this: it's like it, it sort of kind of shows something on like the Chicago their their side is like if somebody was really guilty for what they did, there was no way in hell you would drop seventeen charges against him. But do we really think he deserved seventeen charges? Like I, he lied. We get it. You lied to the police. But for him to get that charge, that means I just think that was outrageous. Granted, he just did too much for no reason. I personally personally believe. But for them to charge him and try to get him jail time for that, yeah, that's pretty nuts. Community service, forced community service, yes. But jail time, no. I I will even go as far as to say that I don't know if he lied or not. Like, I still don't. Like, I all of the... All of the evidence to me doesn't make complete sense. But what I will say is that even with the the boys saying they did it, even with the, because I I watch too much TV and too much stuff to to not to just put my trust in everything. Both sides had some like faulty faulty evidence and faulty testimonies and faulty stories. So I'm not gonna be the one to say like oh Jesse lied or oh he didn't lie. But the evidence there's evidence on both sides. But the Chicago, I feel like where they messed up is they did a lot of stuff publicly wrong. And I feel like they were trying to make an example out of him. But, and that's where, like, in there trying to make an example out of him, they just did stuff to the max and it came back to bite them in the ass. But I still, I will go down with this forever. There's no way that somebody did something wrong that you know they did wrong and you drop all charges against them. Something ain't right in that, uh... But is but ain't the like the mayor of Chicago or something like or the chief police or somebody like somebody's still upset about it. The mayor is yeah. very upset about it and he said he doesn't know why they dropped the charges against him and they're like he feel like it's an injustice and whatever like that. But what people don't know is the Chicago PD, they've already lost so much money into criminal like other criminal cases and stuff that they've because they're the Chicago PD is like trash. Yeah, they're, they're like that's literally like the the people that be like throwing money and like planting evidence and shit like they're they're trash. Yeah, that's why Chicago's so bad, but definitely they're tor- terrible. But speaking but because of this because of the whole Jesse thing, you know Chris Rock had to make his jokes at the NAACP awards. How did you feel about that? I just feel like at this point, what do you get as a black man trying to make other pain or use somebody else's story? Like make another joke, bro. Like it's dead. Like Find something else to 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 laugh about, like, cause it, it that's not even a funny situation. Like, granted, on top of that, nigga, we don't even trust you. You got white people in in movies and stuff calling you nigga. So so you're you're no better. You get what I mean? Like you you're not a upper echelon black person. You're not even somebody that can go and speak on like the plights and the issues that Jesse has probably been through. Like I feel like at the NAACP awards an award show that was dedicated to the advancement of colored people. Why, why, why even bring that negative energy into there? Like just talk about something else. Talk about the positive. Like why bring in the negative? Now, what you said, I totally agree, Sean. You know I do. I totally do. But <laughs> he's a comedian. But it's certain things that's funny and there's certain things that's not funny. But but at the end of the but you would never know until you tell a joke. That's the thing. So if, if him telling his joke and it didn't work, okay, and it's not funny, okay, I get it. But as a comedian, it's his job to risk. Like, 
comedians are risk takers. That's their job at the end of the day. And that's what he did. He took a risk on telling the joke about Jesse. And, and granted, it is an NAACP awards. Granted, it is about positivity. But at the end of the day, everybody knows Chris Rock is a controversial comedian. And, and him, him telling them telling him not to say it, guess what? It's going to make him say it now. As a comedian, that's that's their job. Their job is to push the limit, push the conversation, push the topics, and have us thinking, have us talking, and have us remembering what whatever happened, whatever was said. Like to keep it rotating in our mind because we forget. Like and we throw it to the side. We do it. But I feel like that's a, a comedian job, even though they don't, it don't seem like it because all they do is tell jokes. But there's it's so much more that goes into telling jokes and being a comedian. Like you, you get what I mean. I just feel like why use your time? The little bit of space that you get to. He's a comedian. Talk, talk about you, bro. Like, like bring light to you. The shit that you got going on, the new movies and stuff that you got working on. You don't got nothing better to do but then to talk about he's some not stuff. A host. He he not he he a host, but he's not hosting. He's a, he's being a comedic host. So his job is also to talk about himself, but also tell jokes about what's going on in the world. Uh, that's what people can relate to. But that you telling him telling a joke about the, the situation is different than him saying, Jesse, we don't trust you. So now you like, like I said, this is the, the NAACP, the place for the national advancement of colored people. Like, but at why? Day, it was no, it's like there's no way. Of, to me, it's like there's no way around. Like you could have made a joke about that situation without saying like, "Oh, we don't trust you," or now you're trying to bring another black man down. Like I feel like that. It's time and place for everything. Like I just feel like that venue, that time, with it being so close in proximity to all that, all of this that just happened. I feel like there was it was it was another joke he could have told. People don't say worse and horrible and, and worse times. And they done got tore down too. Mm-mm. I don't agree. Granted, say I don't know. I don't agree. <laughs> I don't. You, I don't. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. No, because at end, I, I hate that we so sensitive. Like I get it. I get it. We're in a sensitive time. That was a sensitive situation. But if this stuff, this if this keep happening, people, a, a comedian can't tell sensitive jokes. Like at what point, like we ain't gonna have no more comedians. What's going to be their purpose in life? To tell knock-knock jokes at this point? <laughs> I mean, it's not even me being upset at the fact that he told the joke. I just feel like... If he was to that- tell a joke about Trump grabbing at pussies and grabbing ass and being a perv, or Harvey Weinstein or somebody being perv, or, or, or Robert Kraft, somebody just being around strippers, that's that's being rude to, to women. That's... How, how, however, he probably would have told the joke. Nine times out of ten, would have been offensive to a woman, but it was, still would have been funny. But it would have been funny to a whole another culture, a whole another movement, a whole another, not not the women movement, but the, probably the gay people, probably the white people, probably the Hispanic. Like it would have been funny to somebody else, but now it, it's still offensive some some way somehow. So I don't get it. Like I just, I it just it's I. At some point, when we gonna, it's not gonna be no more coming around. Everybody's gonna be sensitive about something, and we're not gonna have no, no more comedians. We're not. Watch, we're not gonna have anymore. I, I guarantee you that. If, if if things keep going the way it is, it's gonna be over. That's just how I feel. But whatever. We just we gonna have to disagree to like, agree to disagree on this. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. I just you know, but. Uh, since we we kind of did bring up um 
that whole situation, something else that recently just happened that that's in like over social media that has me feeling, I don't know if I, because this also has to do with that. Like we're not going to have no comedians. We're not going to have people telling jokes and stuff no more. So like, how do you feel about Diddy and his, uh, well, let's talk about how people deal with grief for a second. Okay. Because for one, you have people like Megan Thee Stallion. She just lost her uh, her mom. Yeah, I just heard and, that. But she's she's still like on Instagram Live. She's still doing this, this, that, and the third. I think that's and people people ripped her to like shreds. Like your mom, people like are in the comments and stuff. Like, oh, your mama just died. Like, how you over here? Like, da 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 da. Like, how you doing this? Like, how you over here twerking? Like, how you over here responding to Trey songs? But you you uh, but your mama just died. And then you have Diddy with his whole situation with Kim and how he's still like posting pictures of her really like, and really like publicly defending his grief. Like when people would be like, well, you was with so-and-so and he was like, yeah, I was with so-and-so, but this was the love of my life. Like how you feel about that? Okay. So I'm probably like, I'm like, I haven't, like, I don't follow Megan. Like, as you know, like I'm not a fan of hers. Um, I don't care. I'm not going to say I don't care for her music, but as of now, I don't care for her music. I don't care for her lyrics, but I am going to say that I am a mega stallion when it comes to anything dealing with grief, anything dealing with, um, some type of death, like anything of that nature. Like it's me, like you're not going to see me sweat. You just not, I'm, I'm going to be on like, you're not going to know what happened to me. You're going to think I'm perfectly fine. Granted, that's how some people deal. Like some people don't, some people don't want to be bothered with that. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. Like people don't want to go through that. Cause people got to remember what just happened. And sometimes people don't want to remember. So I'm going to go on live. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to live my life. Like, you don't know what my mama wanted from me. You don't know my mama wanted me to sit over here and cry about her death because at the end of the day death happens and people knows that everybody knows that so what's wrong with me being on live being happy responding making jokes with Trey songs like at the end of the day somebody died but I also gotta care for myself I gotta also make sure that I'm healthy and I'm okay with what I have to deal with this has that you don't know what I'm going through at the end of the day or behind these closed doors or when I get up alive you don't know what tears is coming out of my eyes so how dare you attack somebody for dealing with grief in that way as far as Diddy, it's hard. I, I get it. I get it. Like, Diddy is still dealing with his grief, but sometimes Diddy can come off as very attention-seeking to me, personally. Mm. It seems very, like, attention-seeking because when Kim was alive, he was not like that. You, like, you'll only post, you'll post Kim probably if you were, if she were the daughters doing something one time or if it's Mother's Day. Granted, you trying to do all this stuff saying you missed your shot. Yes, you did. You you know you did. But you you ain't lo- how you making it how, to me. How he's trying to make it seem now like oh he was so in love with Kim and he probably was in love with Kim, but you was doing Kim wrong at the end of the day and you knew it. You knew that. So don't try to sit here and do that now. Like every seem is so like attention sinking to me. If Diddy ain't really doing much right now, oh that's his that's his go to Kim. Like I feel like, granted, like he's still grieving. Like you gonna he for the grief forever. Like you gonna grieve forever. But come on, for real. Like you know what you're doing. He know what he's doing. But whatever. I, what? So I'll work backwards. I'll start with the Diddy situation first. I feel like for him, it's like when Diddy's a multi-millionaire type nigga. Like so, you never know what he what he doing or not. So I don't. I, I will say that maybe not attention seeking, but I feel like he's. This is his way of coping, and I don't think it's a positive way to cope. Like, don't run to to social media to express some stuff that you like. I've always been that type. Like, everybody don't like. What does what did that justify? 
you you couldn't give Kim her flowers, or we don't know that, but you didn't give her her flowers. While, like I'm assuming that you didn't give her her flowers and stuff while she was here. So what is you going on social media on Instagram posting a picture of her going to do? I would talk to her through prayer if that was the case. Like I would just pray to you. Like I would. I just don't feel, I don't feel like it's an effective way of trying to communicate to the person that obviously you feel like you hurt because she can't see Instagram. She don't, she, she can't like it. She can't gain no followers off of it. <laughs> like it's not doing nothing. And then as far as, uh, as far as Megan goes, honestly, I feel like with them, well, especially like when, even when Kim died, I felt like they felt almost like an obligation as them being um, like celebrities that they had to kind of acknowledge her death publicly. But me, I'm telling you this right now, Lord forbid, God forbid, we not even, when something happens to Vanessa, I'm going in the mother, I'm shutting down. You're not going to, Instagram not going to see me. People aren't going to reach me. It's going to be, it's going to be like hell. Like I, that's just me personally. I don't think I would even. Some people shut down and some people try to make their life seems better than what it is to hide that. Like, and that's me. Like, I'm like, you would never see, you're not going to see me sweat. Like you're going to think everything perfectly fine. Like, but as I don't do that on purpose or to, to please anybody, but that's, that's just how I am that that's how I have to deal with whatever I'm dealing with because I sometimes I don't I hate being bothered don't don't first of all I don't even like funerals so don't yeah. tell me you sorry because you're not really sorry like and granted I'm not on social media for you and I have to keep a little um saying that because Megan Stallion is not on social media for y'all she's not I'm telling you I'm she's there that's for her money like she's she has to keep up she has she still got bags to make that's not even, it's not for that neither. That is personally for her to get through dealing with whatever she's dealing with. She wants to so? put on this, she want to put on, she's putting on this persona to say, I'm fine, guys. That's what that is. I'm fine. Like, she's not fine, but she's putting on the persona as I'm fine because she don't, she don't want nobody to see her sweat. That's what that is. And it, I mean, eventually, it, people like that and people like me, like people like her and people like me, and eventually it comes back around and it hurt us in the long run. And I know this, but it's just, that's just the type of person. Like, granted, that's just something some people got to work on, but it's still like, no. And, I, and that's why my whole problem with social media is, is that now you've opened, especially when you have a platform like theirs, you kind of open up everybody to this, this perception that they have the right to tell you how to grieve and granted nobody has the right to tell you how to grieve because everybody processes that pain that hurt differently so i just feel like it's like you almost damned if you do damned if you don't i'm just saying me me personally and that gross i'm gonna need i'm gonna need like a year to process. That's where her mama could have been, baby. She probably her mom probably was sick. She probably been to her mom was sick. I'm but that and that is true. I've I've uh I've read and read up on it and like they knew that her mom like they knew she was sick for a while. They knew it was coming. I'm telling you, her mama said, baby, if I go, don't don't stop, keep going, don't don't let this um don't let this put you down. Like I'm telling. Nine times out of ten, her mama told her that because her mama, they knew. They they knew. And even if they didn't know, her mama probably still would have them conversations with her. Like, baby, I said, I'm watching you. I'm going to be watching you. Go hard. Go hard. I don't want to see you crying. Don't cry for me. Like, she, her mama. So then how do you feel? How do you feel about Trey Songs knowing that that girl mama just died shooting his shot at her? 
if we really know she died though. Cause I ain't know until you told me. People people knew that Megan the Stallion mama mama died. And Trey Songs, he's like, he said, This nigga crazy. He said, I mean, granted, we all thinking the same thing. Like every dude in the world is thinking the same thing. He, he literally tweeted her, he said, I wanna knock Megan the Stallion head off. Oh <laughs> golly there. <laughs> like damn Trey is this your way of saying my condolences is this your way of saying sorry for your loss you said she responded first of all and who to say they haven't already been talking they probably friends already like that's the thing with social media we don't really be knowing what be going on behind the scenes that's true that's true you know, like and, he, and probably after that even if they was a friend he probably end up finding out and probably tells her like oh my god I'm so sorry I probably would have never did that if I know like we don't know at the end of the day so it's like I honestly don't feel no way about it cause he probably really did not know I guarantee you he probably didn't know uh, so that's the energy you want these niggas to come at you with Quinn I just want to knock your head off <laughs> um sir I'm a queen let's not do that She's a queen. She's and then she not responded. Not. She said, you can't handle this. The baby boy. <laughs> I'm just here to let you know. <laughs> this stallion kicks, boo. Okay, stallion. She's, she, huh. hmm. Talk about it. <laughs> stop playing, stop playing. <laughs> stop playing. Let's get on to the next topic so we can get out of here, baby. All right, next topic. Um... You already know. This, uh, speaking of just like the advancement of, I guess, you know, colored people and stuff like that, shout out to Jordan Peele because he has, he's done it again. Whatever you want to say about the movie Us, Jordan Peele has literally done it again. He's created a phenomenon. He has created a blockbuster that really showcases that black-led films can sell, they can gross money. They can accumulate ratings. They can cause discussion. But I'm going to be honest with you about us, y'all. It was not, I don't think, nowhere near his best work. I was lost, um, still lost, still confused. And I'm a good moviegoer. Like, I'm the type of person that can go to a movie and I can decipher my way through a movie and really figure it all out. I still have yet to be able to figure out us. And they say that this was one of the movies that was very metaphorical oh and stuff like that. I, I disagree. Uh, I don't know. Oh my God. I had to stop you real quick because this is like emergency news. Nipsey what? has died. No, Nipsey hustled and I swear to God on my life, this man has passed away after being fatally shot. Somebody call Lauren. What is going Sean, Sean. Sean, Sean. Nipsey, no, he didn't, Corey. This man passed, yes. This man has died. This is. Ah. Uh... I... Oh my god, and it's so crazy because I literally just was watching a video with him and Lauren that I just literally posted on my Snapchat like three days ago of him just oh my god, this is sad. Damn dog. I'm not even gonna lie to you, like I'm I'm like crying right now because I just This is sad. 
Like we were just talking about grief and and that's why it's so crazy and so scary. Like this is scary. Wow. Um this like and he's literally doing good work. Like he was doing good. We all know he was about to come out with the documentary with the whole Dr. Stevie thing and just putting out information about Dr. Stevie. <clears throat> That's how you say his name, right? Stevie? 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 I believe so. Um, I'm I'm really trying to like process this right now because Because it's literally happening before our eyes because at one moment he shot six times and then now like I'm a few minutes later he's dead like he's pronounced he's gone that man is gone this is sad man this is some sad shit I feel like this what's crazy about this is it's kind of like what you have you have him like doing something good but then you also have Lauren who just got she just got back into the acting game she finally getting her stuff back together like new new like tv show about to come out and it's kind of the same thing like what happened with Megan she was at like she just getting into her career and now you lost the person that you wanted to share it all with like imagine that hurt like how you process something like this like how how can you be happy for the stuff that you have going on when wow um Damn, dog. Damn. And that man was literally, like, his last picture was literally taking a picture with a child. Jesus. We might as well end the podcast here at this point. Yeah, I I can't. Um... But y'all already know what y'all can do. Y'all can follow us on Instagram. The A-List Pod is the A-List Pod. Follow me, Queen. They said it's literally spelled how it said Q E N T H E Y S A I D. And um, you can keep up with me at uh, Shonadon uh, two underscores at the end. That's gonna be S E A N T H E D O N two underscores at the end. And also, you can follow the A List podcast um on Facebook and on Instagram at the A List Pod. That's gonna be T H E A L I S T P O D.